to the G2K podcast. This is episode number five and I'm here with my good friend Ariel. Hi. Thanks What's for your having last name me. Again? New? New. Ariel New. Of new views. What's up? <laughs> I'm good. Happy Monday. Happy Monday I'm right before the to holidays. Be here. Yeah. Thank We're... you for coming. Appreciate it. Of course. I feel honored. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is just the beginning. Yeah. I keep mentioning that in all the book podcast I'm like, this like is just the beginning once podcast. it's the hundredth podcast i'll be like all right it's just the midpoint. now we're getting into things now we're getting into things um but yeah appreciate you coming by thank you um so yeah today we're getting to know ariel um how did i meet you i meet met you through jason mm-hmm. so that was like what two years ago About, yeah uh, pretty soon after I moved to Toronto. <clears throat> nice. So how long? So you were born and raised in. I was born in Taiwan. Okay. But I grew up all my life, most of my life in Vancouver. So how old were you when you left Taiwan? Six. Six. Six and a half. Yeah. Okay. And then from Vancouver, you came to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Did you go to school and stuff in Vancouver? Or? Yeah, I went to. I was there for most of my life pretty much and I started mm-hmm. my career there but like a <clears throat> your big... career which was what uh, digital marketing nice mm-hmm. oh so you did that from the get-go yeah I started with social media and then um, went into like general digital marketing and then found out that I really like email marketing so mm-hmm. I started to do like a niche in that nice. so my focus is email marketing and SMS marketing is that something that you knew you were gonna do from the beginning or um, I was always I was always interested in marketing, but even to this day, I don't think like it's my true true passion. I like what I do, and I think my skill set is very good. Like mm-hmm. I can you know find a job, keep a job. I always have opportunities. I think it's great to help me make a living, but right. it's not really what I'm truly passionate about. But so is that something you're still searching, or I'm already doing things now that's definitely connected to my true passions but i i've just recently started a lot of these things so so these are so tell the viewers what these things are okay <laughs> so i'm um, new views okay new follow views? me on instagram <laughs> new views so yeah, new? whatever you shout out on the, the video i'll post the link okay you better. you better <laughs> sponsored N-I-U. by yeah. <laughs> niu dot v-i-e-w-s new views all right <laughs> Um, so can you so explain yeah, so what then let me just back it up a bit, okay? Right. So, um, I so yeah, I grew up in Vancouver, mm-hmm. um, but then I was I had a great life, great friends, great job, but I felt like I was living the same routine life over and over every single day. I wasn't okay. really doing anything new. Um, all my friends, we were always doing the same thing. It was good. It was fun and everything, but mm-hmm. I, I just always felt like I wanted to do more and see more and meet more people. And it was strange because so many of my friends and people I knew around me didn't feel the same. Okay. So for a long time, I was just questioning myself a lot. And then I made the big decision to move to Toronto and it was the best decision I've made. But then coming to Toronto, I felt like I've been here two and a half years now but I felt like the first year was a lot of exploration for me and just like 
having fun, exploring the city, doing a lot of things. And but I still had that like innate um, desire to really figure out what I'm truly passionate about and what I want to do beyond just my nine to five job. You know. Right. So. So then around a year ago, that's when I decided I want to start blogging. So then that's when I created new views. But mm -hmm. it started as a food blog. It was easy to get into the food blogging space. Mm -hmm. But then um, now my content is more focused. Well, I'm trying to um, direct it to be more focused on like spirituality and self-development. Mm -hmm. I have reasons for that. Should I continue or do? <laughs> let's back. <laughs> let's backtrack. A bit. Uh, so, in regards to the lifestyle of Vancouver, mm -hmm. so what were the environmental factors, I guess, that led you to be so different from everyone else in terms of seeking something that was much more, I guess, an expansive mindset, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah, what was that spark that made you, I guess, think differently than most people? Yeah, that's a good like, question. Like, is that something that you're, I don't know, it's like an instinctual, innate thing that you're born with? Yeah. Or like a curiosity? Because I'm starting to notice patterns even with myself and the people that I associate with. Mm -hmm. Like, there's the comfort zone people that yeah, just yeah. live life on cruise control. Yeah. And then there's the people that are Nothing like, wrong with that, by the way. Yeah, there's buddy. nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Uh, and then there's the people that are like, no, I have to take it up a, a notch like yeah, what's yeah. next like I need to grow yeah like, so. um, I think it's a bit of both like it was definitely there's something within me innately mm -hmm. I think it's like in my soul that I was just seeking more and I was like I, I this sounds crazy well, not crazy but it sounds was there, a, know, cat was there, there? a catalyst like um <laughs> well yeah I was just in a lot of situations in my life that was it wasn't really going anywhere. Well, that's a bad way to say it. It wasn't that, but like, I just didn't feel, I wasn't fulfilled, okay. but I didn't really know why I wasn't fulfilled. Mm -hmm. That's part of the reason. But the other thing is I think it was, it's always been my soul that I've always had this feeling that I had a bigger purpose right. and I'm still trying to figure that out even now, but I feel like everything I'm doing now in my life is leading me towards that. Right. But before I wasn't at all. So, that was just kept picking at me when I was in Vancouver. That makes sense. Yeah. So when you started off, I guess, pursuing that, what steps did you take? Or was it just like a, an instant thing or a gradual no. pro progression? That's a good question too. So yeah. I actually, um, I actually came to Toronto like, no, I don't even know, like six years ago, mm -hmm. my first time here. Mm -hmm. And I came with that thought, but then it was more um, work focused because I was like, I have this feeling that I don't feel super fulfilled, but you know, maybe I want to come here and work here for a bit. So I came mm -hmm. here and I had a good friend that lived here. So I stayed with her for a week and I actually did go to a bunch of companies and like had interviews. Well, I had informational interviews. I was just kind of like seeking things out mm -hmm. or, or testing the waters. but. Right when I got back to Vancouver, I got a job offer and I guess like it was easy and easy choice. So I just took it. Mm -hmm. um, so I already had thoughts then, but I never went through with it. And I guess ever since then, it kept picking at me more and more. And then at one point, I think it just became really overwhelming. And I just kind of I remember mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly how I came to make the final decision, but I do remember the time when. I decided 
okay, I'm going to do it. And do after it. I decided my whole year, pretty much all of 2017, before I moved to Toronto, I moved here in September of 2017. Mm-hmm. My whole, like, my whole world was just like me planning to move to Toronto. I was very committed after I made the decision. Were your parents supportive of that family? Yeah, I think everyone was a little bit like surprised, I guess. Well, not really surprised. They were just like, oh, you made such a big decision really fast. But right. um, they were supportive. Everyone was supportive. All my friends were <clears> supportive. So the rest of your family is still in Vancouver? Mm, my mom and my brother. Okay. Most of them are in Taiwan. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Would you go back to Taiwan? I go back more frequently now because my grandparents are getting old. I'm going mm-hmm. back again in March. Okay. But um, uh, to live? To live. Probably yeah. not. not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not used to the Asian. Well, you left when you were six. So yeah, right? exactly. I, I love it. I love to visit, yeah. but the lifestyle I can't get used to. Like when I asked Jason, he says he's like, I need to go with him to see that lifestyle because it's much yeah, different, but he still enjoys different. it. Right? Did he say he would move back? Mm-hmm. He could probably. He, he's he, been yeah, in Taiwan think, for a long time. Yeah, because yeah. he went to uh, what high school? Yeah, he, he he yeah he's like yeah. so he's more adaptable. Yeah, but yeah, so then you came here, started doing your marketing stuff. Was it hard to get established in Toronto or? Um, no, so because I, when I first moved here, I was really lucky. I, I've always been really lucky with work. So mm-hmm. when I first moved here, I was still at the company I was with when I was in uh, Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a consulting company and they had an office here too. So they just let me move over here. Okay. Um, and it was a great company. But then after a while, it got super, being consultant is super stressful. You have clients and like they're so demanding. And I was working in a tech space. So it was... Mm-hmm. Um, I, you needed like technical skill set, really good technical skill set, really solid foundations. And then um, my background is more strategic digital marketing, so it was hard for me to like always keep up too. Okay. But I'm so thankful for that job. But anyways, it got kind of overwhelming, so I left that job and I started at another startup company. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? I was working at this like microblading company for like three, four months, and it was torture. <laughs> In what sense? Oh you have some horror stories? <laughs> it was just... Oh, oh, you, don't wanna, you don't want a bad name. <laughs> oh, okay, I like it was, a great, <laughs> it was a great experience, okay. but... I, it was a startup and it was run by like a husband and wife team mm-hmm. and I just feel like they weren't really ready to bring more people on and they didn't really have a good they didn't really have a good idea of what they wanted from me either so mm-hmm. in the end they were confused as to what they wanted me to do I was confused as to what I was trying to do from a marketing perspective yeah marketing mm-hmm. but they were starting to tell me to do other things too so it just didn't really work it, it was it was Honestly, it was pretty complicated and it was a pretty difficult time for me. So, mm-hmm. um, so I, I just left the company like within three months, but it all turned around because I was unemployed for two months after by choice. Okay. I was looking for a job, so I wasn't rushing it. But that was also when I decided to do blogging, start blogging because I was, you know, I was down and I was thinking like I put so much of my energy and time into my day job, my nine to five. Right. And I'm a 
hard worker too and then i'm the type where like once i get into the zone no matter what i'm doing i want to put my all into 100%, it yeah. so but then i realize i'm like why am i using most of my energy in my day on someone else someone else's company yeah. and then like i i put so much into it and i'm like i'm kind of like wasting my life so and i've always mm-hmm. been creative but even though marketing is kind of creative i just felt like i i've been like when I was young, my mom used to put me in like the arts. I, I love like singing, dancing, like music as well. But I stopped doing that when I got older too. So I just felt like I wasn't doing anything that I truly loved. So I started blogging to have a creative outlet, but I started to do a lot of the other things on the side, just as my own hobbies to fulfill those needs too. So during that time, I started doing all that. But then it came full circle because the recruiter that found me for my current company mm-hmm. um, was working with the company I quit from, the startup company. So it was actually my boss from that startup company that referred me to the recruiter. Gotcha. So I'm still thankful for, for that job and him and everything <clears throat> because it all worked out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then so through the blogging and everything, those you started off as, I guess, food reviews, mm-hmm. wine reviews, mm-hmm. and then now it's kind of shifting towards the spiritual yeah. side of things. Yeah. So where does that connection come in? Um, so so I started food reviewing because, yeah, it was easy, mm-hmm. and, and then the wine reviews was kind of just like a random idea I had. I mm-hmm. still sometimes do it, but I don't feel like, again, I, I feel like because I did, all, I took all these steps to come to Toronto and now I'm like trying to do a lot of soul searching, whatever, whatever. I'm making so many changes in my life. I feel like with everything I do now, I really think about like the reason and the intention of why I'm doing these things. Right. Because I forget sometimes. I'm a very, my brain, once I start to do something, I'm very structured and organized. So mm. once I decide or commit to something, I start to execute and I kind of don't think about anything else beyond that Mm -hmm. but then sometimes that gets me in trouble because I will start to do things and and then I forget about why I started doing it so I end up doing a lot of like stupid things yeah Yeah. so I have to like continue to reflect and refine and make sure I'm I'm being intentional and conscious and aware of everything I do so I remember Mm-hmm. So then, anyway, so then that's why when I was doing the food blogging and the wine reviews and things like that, I started to feel like it was starting to feel like work. And that's when I was like, honestly, I, I love I love food, but I'm not like, I'm not a foodie really. I don't care that much about food. So I actually care more about like healthy food. Right. Because well, so you the, care about it, but not to a point where you're going to become that person that just solely... Yeah, I'm just not like because after I started food blogging, I met a lot of food bloggers and a lot, they're like intense. They're like foodies. They just like love food and their life is just like food, food, food. And they really want to like, you know, go to restaurants and eat for free and things like that. And that's great and all, but it's not, I don't care. It's not. It's not as fulfilling as you thought it was when you first jumped in. And then the thing is when I first started doing it, I did get absorbed into that. Like I was getting like offers to go for tastings. I was like, this is great. I get to do things for free all the time. But then after I was like doing too much and I was like, honestly, this isn't really making me happy. Mm-hmm. And on, on in, in parallel, that's when I was started to think, you know what, like with what I blog, I should really try to tie it to things I really love doing in my personal life. Right. And, and then I started thinking about the reason 
I've been getting more and more spiritual the past two years. Mm. And I think the trigger of that was because of a lot of personal experiences I've gone through in my life that were difficult and painful. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, I think like through those experiences, you start to turn to to two things, you know? Well, you're um, more susceptible and open to different ways of thinking, but... Yeah. And they're, they're reflectively, like, how can I grow from this? Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, okay, so that's a good point. I think it's a combination of things. I think it's, like, partially me going through a lot of painful moments, so I would, you know, I want to search for things that will give me hope and things to think about. Mm-hmm. But also, I change a lot as a human, too. I feel like mm-hmm. me, when I was in high school... I was like such a bitch. <laughs> I just felt like I was I was very immature. Well, well I shouldn't say I that. There was a lot of I was you a very good person. You too. weren't open, I guess, minded. I wasn't open minded, or I was just very con- I was very easily influenced and conditioned to whatever I thought society would like from me, or like I just right. had this like you know. But your sudden environment play a huge role in that regard too, right? Like yeah. who you surround yourself with, the society you're yeah, raised yeah, in, yeah. media, your friends. Yeah. So, I don't know. I was just yeah. But in the midst of all that, did you still have that hint of yeah, like, for sure. This is not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I think that's why I always held on to it because, you know, I would be like, I guess like an example is in high school I would judge people a lot right i would just like and it was just like it became such a habit so we i would just like talk bad about people or Mm -hmm. like and i'm nice to most people but i just had this like stigma where i just like wasn't very open Mm -hmm. but it worked against me too because it also meant that like when i wasn't around my friends i wasn't as comfortable just like approaching strangers or people i didn't know well to hang out with them because i just thought it wasn't a thing like i just thought you had to be clicky you know um but there was a part of me that always felt like I didn't like it though. Even though I was doing it, I didn't like it. And then the older I got, felt fake. Yeah, I felt fake, but I wasn't courageous enough and I wasn't confident enough to comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, and so. then also to like stand up for myself and also stand up to things that I didn't agree to mm-hmm. that might be an unpopular opinion amongst like whoever right. I was with, right? Cuz yeah, I think we're in, it's ingrained in our natural like instincts to like blend in mm-hmm. and become a part of a community. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you rebel, like when if you're comfortable in your own skin, and I experience exactly what you're talking about as well. Like growing up, same thing. It's like you try to fit in, you kind of go into all these different groups of people, and then you realize like, okay, I'm pretending. Like I'm not. I don't feel genuine. Mm-hmm. Like oh, as much as I like these people, like this feels off. Mm-hmm. But then as you grow older, you realize that these people are just, they have masks on or they're pretending to be someone who they're not. And they don't, like you mentioned, they don't have the courage to step out of that self-image that the society has portrayed or whatever it is. And then, so you start to dive inward, but in doing so, you it's a lonely place as well because that's true it's very difficult to find like-minded individuals yeah, yeah. and most of society is I know. that type of they're on that wavelength where party party drink drink yeah, yeah, um yeah. just surface level not to blame them or point fingers or judge but that's they have they haven't opened their eyes to like For different sure. aspects of reality but if they're happy cool but yeah. From my experience, most of them aren't happy, yeah. right? And yeah. they seek that kind of stuff or that fulfillment. That void is always lingering in within them. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, so that's probably one of the reasons why you started doing your spiritual vlogs and everything yeah. too, right? Because yeah. 
we're naturally inclined to open other people's eyes to that kind of stuff because when you know that you've been in that position before and the suffering that's associated with that and you know the answers and how to pull someone out of that mm -hmm. uh, whatever it is existential crisis or mm -hmm. suffering from like trauma or whatever you want to reach out and help them it's like For hey listen sure. and that's kind of why I started doing the breathing meditations and teaching that yeah. kind of stuff because it's like listen are you present? no are you stuck in your head? are yeah. you a neurotic person by yeah. nature? I can help you yeah yeah and then they're like how? it's like just take 10 deep breaths and watch what happens yeah. and then you explain the science behind it too and then they're like holy shit and then they kind of get hooked yeah right so but no i love it like all this this subject matter is yeah like... for sure and like if you're you're right i feel like most people are not quote unquote like awake right and nothing to and when when i say all this like for example like people i knew in vancouver or whatever there's nothing to blame for that because i feel mm -hmm. like most of the world is not awake yet 100%. but I just needed to figure it out for myself and there you know you can everything that like happens to you and you mm. are not happy about you really can't really blame anyone except yourself well not right. you're not blaming yourself either but the only way to change is to change yourself so I just you know came you to Toronto, get rid of that victim mentality yeah exactly yeah. Um, but yeah the spirituality like I started getting really into spirituality myself mm -hmm. but then I think like once you're awakened you your quality of life increases right? yeah and you it's it's i feel like the whole point for us to start waking up is for the people that are woken up to help others wake up too to help the world realize like who their true selves are what consciousness really is how to be present and aware and intentional in your Question everyday life everything. yeah everything yeah. so i just feel like it's our responsibility and mm -hmm. i already told you i feel like something to do with my I have a lot of different passions, but one part of my purpose in this world, in this life, I think is to, to open be people's a part fucking of this. Eyes. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm trying to do it now. Yeah. yeah I'm, on, I'm on the same boat. The yeah. thing is, you're already really good. He's already yeah. really good at, um, you're naturally good at like teaching and explaining. Right. He's very calm and he just like says shit and it sounds like intelligent. But sometimes <laughs> it sounds intelligent. <laughs> it is it's intelligent. Not intelli it just sounds like <laughs> It is intelligent, but so, like my brain is like this all the time. I'm yeah. spiritual and I love like, I'm like, oh, consciousness or whatever, but I'm like this all the time. I'm like, go, go, go. Right. So I will like skip around a lot and my brain is just on fire all the time. I think if I don't go to the gym, I'm, I'm going to be the same way. I go to the gym, okay? Well, I tame myself. With... I work out every day, but I think it's because I have so much energy. I have, I need ways to like burn things off. But, um, yeah. what was I saying? Um, but so I think the other reason why I really want to actually blog and vlog about all of this too is because mm -hmm. it, this is the best way for me to improve too, for me to learn as fast as I can and also for me to share this knowledge as best as I can. When you're a teacher of something, it right. helps you learn even <clears throat> Exactly, faster because you too. have to practice what you preach as well. Exactly. That's, and yeah, the, the way that if you're portraying something and you're, I guess, you're not doing what you're saying mm -hmm. it's kind of hypocritical mm -hmm. um yes it keeps you um what's the word keeps you um accountable, accountable to your actions to your, to your actions behaviors right. too yeah and that's a good way to keep yourself i guess on the right path of whatever it is like even work-wise or whatever you set your mind to if i've mentioned this in another podcast if you portray it to other people like hey listen i'm going to do this this and this mm -hmm. that pressure as much is going to be bad pressure at first but mm -hmm. it's going to 
keep you, keep account, you going, accountable yeah. and you're going to exactly. keep going and then you're going to thank yourself for being mm-hmm. open about it versus mm-hmm. that's another thing too in terms of uh, ideas and all that kind of stuff so knowing you you're very inspirational and motivational in that sense where you're always executing on things you're doing things like a lot of people they think a lot about plans and what they want to do but they never manifest anything mm-hmm. and the reason is because either they don't have the courage to do so or they don't I guess break it down in a way where it becomes something that's easily executable and most people I talk to they have these grandiose ideas or they have these ideas that they want to do or projects or whatever but they never end up doing it Mm -hmm. but then they suffer because they're guilt tripping the shit out of themselves for not doing it and then it's like a constant infinite loop of just suffering and it's like why are you doing this to yourself just literally write it down and like start at step one yeah but I guess it's easier said than done, right? Yeah. Do you have any people that you look up to in terms of uh, videos and like vlogs or anything like that? Yes. Like I spiritual? Because mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons Many. why like I started the podcast and I want to start like something like that, what yeah. you're doing in terms of because there have been people like that that have gotten me through like tough times. Yeah, for sure. Um, when I was growing up and then knowing how beneficial that is in terms of helping others, like you want to kind of yeah, yeah. give your service to the public yeah. in a way. Yeah. Right. I have a ton, but you're, you're, that's something else you're really good at. I'm yeah. like, even though I, 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 I see, I have so much in my mind. I don't want to say at the same time. Take a so, deep breath. I, I know. <laughs> um, I, I've always been a type of person to absorb as much knowledge and information from all sources as possible, but mm-hmm. I never remember, or I never like, idolize anyone so this goes mm-hmm. back to like grade school celebrities superstars yeah. singers movie stars whatever i was never the girl that like hung posters of boy bands or whatever mm-hmm. i didn't really care i like songs and in certain times i'll be like oh that's a great picture of the backstreet boys or whatever but i wouldn't like obsess over them and i wouldn't mm-hmm. really remember specific details on on any of them Do you so know why though because i'm the same but then okay well i was gonna say like that carries out to everything else in my life so even like spiritual masters now i'm a lot better so i feel Mm -hmm. like as long as i commit to it and because now i want to commit to like helping others too i need to really know my shit right so i'm gonna commit to it but but you don't you don't idolize anyone that's the thing right well now having role models versus someone that you idolize are like yeah 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 that's true i i still don't idolize anyone but i do have i'm slowly to uh especially in the spiritual realm just like know my stuff and the people and who i look up to better i need Mm -hmm. to but when i first started when i was like i've been super spiritual for a while now and i always do a ton of research like when i'm at home and i'm bored and i'm not doing anything else Mm -hmm. my mind goes to all this stuff like spirituality and then like Mm -hmm. i always try to connect science and spirituality because i feel like if we can have more evidence or like research in this realm then that maybe we can use this to help convert some more people that are really you know they just need proof or something even though that shouldn't be the way to go yeah (laughs) but maybe convert the people um but um yeah so when but when i was personally into it i didn't know anyone really Mm. and then you kind of helped me through that so now i know a lot more people and i started following a lot more people so i can Mm. definitely name a bunch of people now that I really do admire. So one person I do want to say because I hope to meet you one day, Russell Brand. 
Russell Brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day this will reach Russell Brand. No, I, I swear, Russell Brand, if I meet you, we will have such great conversations because I feel like you're kind of like, you will get me. Because the other thing I, I. Well, he's the type of person that's literally had everything in terms of life or he yeah. experienced everything but he has an addictive personality yeah. as well yeah and then he's converted all that into a more spiritual yeah he, he's amazing but um the other <clears throat> thing is like i want to be i want to teach others or help others but i feel like so many spiritual gurus are very serious mm -hmm. and like stoic and like calm and like whatever mm -hmm. that's great and you know they have a ton of followers but I my personality, like I mentioned, I'm like energized, Energizer and I love bunny. to. I I like to have a good time. I like to like have fun <clears> too, <throat> and I'm kind of quirky and weird sometimes. So I want to be different in the sense that like I want to be able, and I believe this is true. Like people, I feel like people have this thought that like to be spiritual, you have to be like you know Buddha um, and like calm and like boring and like whatever. Not true. No, not true. Spirituality is just like. A mindset. It's not right. even like a. You can't even box it in. It's everything in life once right. you realize it. So you can be whatever. You can still have fun. You can still swear and you can do things. It's just like your behaviors and how you just think. Being and do mindful things. and having a deeper level of awareness, but having an open mind to yeah, exactly different trains of thoughts and perspectives. Yeah. Right? So I want to be kind of like a eccentric spiritual teacher, you know. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so. Russell Brown, I feel like he gets that. He would because I watch his vlogs and he's very, he's very interesting. So right. when you watch his vlogs, you get kind of like sucked into it and then you don't want to like turn away. He just has a. He's, he's also so very, eloquent. Yeah, he's he an energizer so bunny. Yeah, as he's well. energizer. Yeah, he's like so an energizer bunny. If you guys watch Hot Ones, I told yeah. you to watch Hot Ones with Russell Brand, right? Yo, he speaks so fast in that video. Imagine how fast his brain is going. I know, right? Like, <laughs> like everything my brain is fast is crazy. Right. But anyways, I do love him because, yeah, he completely turned his life around. He just has so many... Mm -hmm. He shares so many good thoughts and he puts it in very simple... Like he all, with, with his vlogs, he always talks about, like, very relatable subjects in everyday life. Right. Another person I really like is on your Mr. table. Mr. Joe Dispenza. Yes. He's amazing because he always talks about the scientific and spiritual, uh, how science and spirituality like blends together. He talks right. about like quantum physics, which I think is tied to spirituality as well and all mm -hmm. that. So I really love watching his videos and reading up about uh, on his work too. He has this mm -hmm. like workshop I want to take. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, his, his story is interesting. He got injured at one point, and the doctors, I think, told him like he couldn't walk or anything anymore. Really? Like a spine injury. Mm. And then that's when he like dove into all the mindfulness, because oh. he started visualizing parts of his spine healing. Oh, yeah, he always talks about uh, that, yeah. how and, you can uh, Like the placebo effect, yeah. right? So there's a lot of things that science doesn't quite understand mm -hmm. yet, because we don't have the tools mm -hmm. to measure that kind of stuff, I guess. Yeah. Um, but no, it's interesting. Like even the placebo effect in general, like yeah. giving a sugar pill to like, and the sugar pill in some cases like have more success rate than the actual medication, yeah, I which is that too. crazy if yeah. you think about it. And then the way he describes it, and this resonates a lot with me too, is like, for example, like if you're depressed and you, um, you're always in a negative state of mind and you can get sick from being in that state of mind, like you, you're more prone, your immune system is low. Why can't the opposite be true? 
mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So if you're positive, yeah, uplifted, yeah, yeah. why can't you heal yourself? Why can't you? It's pretty much the polar opposite of yeah, getting yeah. sick. Like cancer and stuff sometimes it stems from it. your body being in a very toxic state or whatever. People yeah. that are very depressed and like your cells are pretty much like, okay, we don't want to live anymore. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that's how cancer is, yeah. but I'm saying people that are, in, are, when they're overly stressed, usually they get, they're more prone to getting sure. sick or having serious diseases. Mm-hmm. So that being said, the opposite is probably true too. I, I believe that yeah. when I was in Taiwan this last time I was back, just like a few months ago, my grandma on my dad's side, she's 70, oh, she's like 78 or 80? I think she's 80, no, I think she's 82 or something. She still drives, she walks, she works, she goes traveling all the time. She's always Mm -hmm. with her friends. She does like everything. She's, she, she doesn't look 80 at all. And I was talking to her and she was like, honestly, every time I feel bad, I just like, I try not to go to a doctor because I just don't think about it. I focus on eating healthy, working out well, and I try not to worry and it always goes away. And listening to her say that i feel like that's she doesn't she's not spiritual but that's her mindset like she just Mm -hmm. tries to like not worry and focus on you know whatever's happening and then just try to like Mm -hmm. manifest the good and focus on the good and it just goes away by itself (laughs) no there's science behind that kind of stuff too like when you're stressed or whatever you're in that like sympathetic state of mind where cortisol levels are up Adren- adrenaline is always mm-hmm. pumping you're always there's always a lion hiding in the grass so if you're like that for weeks and months and years yeah of course your body is gonna shut if you're not even yeah. taking a deep breath in and there's no yeah, flow yeah, yeah. blood flow to like vital organs yeah everything is your hormones are gonna get all out of whack and then of course you're gonna get sick yeah so when it comes to those kind of people where they they are relaxed it's like they're breathing deeply yeah. they're more creative they're more loving they're more present because your whole physiology is in a state of like like everything is synthesized and in Mm -hmm. harmony Mm -hmm. so yeah that makes sense right yeah i totally believe it and that's why we're here we Mm -hmm. have to preach the word (laughs) join the cult (laughs) have you heard of terence mckenna yeah you must have alan watts and terence mckenna yes oh alan watts i love him too they have some very very uh interesting psychedelics plant medicines yeah so those guys have gone deep in that sense they're very they're very very intelligent very well spoken but they've dove into yeah hardcore psychedelics yeah i don't know if i'm ready for that yet yeah eventually maybe but yeah it's gonna change your world <laughs> but even the mind you don't abuse it don't don't, yeah, don't, don't take drugs, drugs. <laughs> don't take drugs no but, but um, even the mind itself is like so i don't know like when you think about it like there's some days i wake up and like the voices like how you talk to yourself how you convince yourself of like i need to do this this and this mm-hmm. and then sometimes you're like no i don't want to do that yeah. and then there's like a duality and it's like am i crazy there's two voices in my yeah, head yeah, like what's yeah. going who's in charge of what yeah and I, re- I have a story in regards to that the first time like i came to that conclusion and eckhart tolle talks about that too yeah. the power Love of now guy yeah. yeah so he talks about that in his book and yeah. i had a sensory deprivation tank experience um have you done a float tank? yeah that's what it is a float uh, tank i want to do it so this was a pod you get in and uh, most people already know from the joe rogan podcast uh, that's what led me on to it it's like a pod the water is the same temperature as your skin so is the air and it's pitch black you can't hear anything uh so you get 
fully naked and you put like this wax in your ears so the salt water doesn't go in and then you just float so you're buoyant in the water and you don't sink and then you'll notice specific parts of your body that hold more tension because mm. that's the only time where you're literally just you feel weightless yeah and then your mind is trying to perceive where you are in time and space but yeah. it can't because the water is the same temperature as your skin and so is the air mm -hmm. so and you can't see anything and it's just quiet <clears throat> so it's the only time where your brain has that no input that's sensory mm -hmm. depri deprivation right so while i was in there i was doing breathing exercises trying to get myself more relaxed and it was a uh, 60 minute session so while I was in there, this was on Danforth, it's called Float Labs. So, so I was there floating and then your mind starts to wander. And there's you start salt to, in the tank, right? There's yeah, Epsom salts. Yeah, yeah, it's Epsom salts. So yeah. there's, I don't know how many pounds of Epsom salts it takes. But that there. makes you like... It's good for you as well. It's yeah. just like your magnesium and all that kind of stuff. But so you're floating in that and then I kept breathing and trying to relax and like just let go and reach that deeper state of relaxation. Mm -hmm. As I was doing that, my breath was causing humidity like in the tank and water was starting to precipitate on the top of the tank and the droplets were coming down mm -hmm. and I was like okay it's getting hot in here but in, my mind was just finding reasons yeah, yeah. not to relax mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm like I need to open the latch like what if I can't breathe like it's no. getting hot in here like my mind started racing yeah, yeah. and I'm not like fully conscious and aware like in a half yeah, in yeah. a half out and then I'm like like dude relax like just yeah take it easy and then I'm like wait a second who's talking to who right yeah. now right yeah that's like Eckhart Tolle right yeah. and then once I did that your mind just like shuts off like it yeah. just goes quiet and I'm like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when I could sink deeper because I'm and you just feel like unified yeah all. can I okay I have something really <laughs> random to say on that note though mm -hmm. I have this like recent theory mm -hmm. that I'm still like this is really just a theory but okay. um and this came from one of my, this idea came from one of my psychedelic trips, <laughs> uh, this message, but mm -hmm. I believe, I do believe we are all one, right? Like we all come from this one source and we all have, there is a collective consciousness that okay. exists somewhere. I think that our thoughts and our consciousness, it is somehow connected to each other. Okay. There's some sort of connection there. But like the more I think about it, I'm like, what if? Because you're right. I sometimes think about that now too. Like what Eckhart Tolle says in his book, Power Now Too, all the time. He's like, he... You're not your mind. Yeah, you're not your mind. And he, he keeps observing himself, talking to himself. And he's like, who, who's that? Who that? Right? <laughs> so... Um, but as soon as you observe, it quiets down. Yeah. Like right then, now, if any of you listening, if you think of what your next thought is going to be, you won't be able to because you're aware of that thought. It kind of like runs away. But then the thing is... It's like is, white noise in the background. Yes. But then where is that thought going? What, where did it come from? And when I was thinking about right. that, I was, okay, so I, I've had psychedelic trips where mm -hmm. I've had, and I've only, I've taken them for spiritual experiences and I've had many messages come to me. And when, in multiple trips, I remember, um, I remember I was just told, like not told, but I was getting messages and of the collective consciousness like I would reach a state where I felt other energies and to this day after all these experiences I still question myself on whether it's all just in my head or if it's actually true but in those at those moments I actually felt other entities and energies and messages coming to me mm -hmm. and 
and then the more I think about like collective consciousness because I feel like in those moments I'm actually opening up a portal that's what it felt like it felt like I was entering a higher place where that was like the true because every time I just like a lot of times after I come out of it I I forget most of it but I do remember the feelings I would always Mm. feel like you kind of feel like embarrassed I would reach that state and I would always be like holy shit oh yeah how could I forget all this like I'm so embarrassed like oh my god I can't and then I would start laughing because I'm like oh right this is what it all really is I just remember having those feelings all the time and then Mm -hmm. but then I do always like know that oh and then when I communicated with like other entities or whatever it was from my mind like I wasn't talking or anything but you were I was just like you were just feeling things you're you felt it through your mind like your consciousness mm-hmm. so in that, those moments i really did feel like we are a collective it felt like there was this like collective consciousness and i was able to just focus on something or an entity i focus on would come to me with the messages and i could communicate but mm-hmm. it would come and go and you can like zone zoom zoom in on like different things so after coming out of that even though it's still very confusing for me too I kind of have a feeling, what if all of our minds, we are always like absorbing from the collective and we don't know it. And even us, because if you really let go of like the human mind and like what your small P are all of our small P sized human brains can think of, if you really think about the possibilities, okay, think about if we're just energetic beings and all the possibilities that can be, there's limitless possibilities, right? So it's, it is very possible that like, perhaps one human we can have multiple layers and dimensions and levels of us. And maybe Mm -hmm. there's a part of us, we're not conscious in our state right now, but maybe there's a higher level of our consciousness Mm -hmm. that exists right now. Like there's a higher level of me that exists. So Mm -hmm. we all do in this earth. So maybe when I'm thinking um, and thoughts come into my mind, maybe it's all shared. Maybe it's like every single person on some level can hear me and give me thoughts but i choose to take or receive them and sometimes it's my own thoughts or whatever but i kind Mm -hmm. of have a feeling that maybe we're just when you have thoughts sometimes it's like it's from that collective and like (laughs) sorry i'm getting excited but um you know what i mean yeah does that make sense i don't know so like the way you put it i feel like so our existence here right now right Mm -hmm. what makes you conscious and aware that you're here right now like in this room on this couch i feel myself your here. senses <laughs> yeah. right it's your your sight your what you hear what you feel if you took all of that away what would you be everything yeah all of your, your five senses what are my five senses sight uh, pretty much everything that you perceive so does reality my brain with. still exists my consciousness so Taste, touch, hear, smell, feel, yeah. I think I would still exist, but just as a, I'm here and nothing. (laughs) Yeah, but that's the thing. Our brains are, in a way, an antenna, right? So if you think about it, like whatever sense you plug into that main hub, Mm -hmm. that's how you perceive things, right? Mm -hmm. I think we don't have the science, and this is just like my theory, and like other people have talked about this too. We don't have the... So the way to measure those type of frequencies and yeah. stuff like that, and even our brains are kind of like antennas. Like it is. No, there's I some that. there's some studies where, for example, they took like a 
there's one study in particular they took a married couple and they would send one person like thousands of kilometers away yeah and then they asked like the woman they're like think about your loved one without letting him know yeah. the same parts of his brain were starting to light up really right and it's like why is that yeah they don't they we don't have the tools to measure that yeah. yet is that real can that be fabricated i don't know but yeah. sometimes some things happen so coincidentally yeah. where i'm thinking about someone randomly and then they message me right away yeah or so it's like am i picking up on the the text message that's flying yeah, through yeah. the sky and yeah. like is my brain receiving that information yeah. and like so basically i'm right i think i'm right <laughs> so Yo, but there's right. there's more yeah there's a lot more to everything and then in that regard when it comes to the spirit the soul the collective consciousness like that can all be translated in that same perspective but it's just ways of interpreting it right no i i yes and so, what you were just saying now and what i was just saying now yeah. another person i admire nikola tesla yeah so he's also do you know yeah of course he was I the one that said if you want to understand the universe things think in terms of energy and well everything is energy right yeah. now even right now the Ener- when we're energy. speaking everything like that yeah. your brain is literally send, sending electric impulses like mm-hmm. neurons are fighting electricity yeah we're electric beings like we have energy in yeah. ourselves right and our, all of our cells are vibrating yeah. or whatever and that's why i love to study qu- why well, i don't love to study quantum physics do you understand quantum physics well i i honestly i i'm reading up on it a lot more because i honestly feel like it's connected because quantum mm. physics is the is the research of all of the um um non-physical parts of science right and they right. study the tiniest particles of energy and it is they have already said that the tiniest part of the particle of energy which we're all made out of like mm-hmm. me you everything this table whatever is not static yeah. yeah it's vibrating yeah. so that already proves that none of us are actually static beings we're all vibrations so quantum physics can definitely like explain a lot of this shit so i think we're still at a level where science has not reached the understanding know, of should. that but yeah it's yeah. get it's getting there probably it's in hopefully. like 100 to 200 years this. but i hope i hope to see strides made in our lifetime and maybe i can be part of it so maybe i'll become a scientist <laughs> yeah on the note of vibrating and energies and stuff like that the same reason like when you come across someone who's like i don't know like you're like I don't like this person for some reason. I'm not judging, but yeah. I feel this off yeah, yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always and feel like, off vibes. Why, <laughs> right? And then I don't. So, so nowadays when that happens, I give them the benefit of the yeah. doubt. Yeah. But then moments later they'll do something where it's like, oh, like, but it's like, why is that, right? Mm-hmm. But like you mentioned, everybody has that vibration, and like we all have an electromagnetic fre- like a frequency in, per se. Like mm-hmm. that's what I guess yogis like the aura yeah and energy channels and all that kind of stuff maybe that's what they're talking about yeah like maybe we all have an electromagnetic uh orb around us that like, did uh, i tell you about my aura story uh, no not yet <laughs> so maybe so joe dispenza talks about this where he's like yeah if you're depressed your electromagnetic aura is different than someone who's vibrating on a positive mm-hmm. and like happy level mm-hmm. and even when you're like excited about something or you're in love or whatever like you have so much energy right why is that this is you're the same as you were yesterday in terms of like i don't know like diet wise sleep wise like if you take the same person and put them in the same thing but they're in love or whatever yeah you you can't even go to sleep that's how much energy you have versus someone who's depressed he can't even wake up right right so it's like why is that yeah sure on a physiological level but 
there's more to it than we understand in that regard. But when you think about it in that sense of, yeah, yourself, like even when you're down or whatever, you can charge yourself up again. Like if you For do sure. some, I don't know, like static dance or like yeah. workout or whatever, you're shifting your frequency and yeah. the way you're vibrating, the way your brain's frequency is functioning, and that in turn changes your whole body chemistry. Yeah. So it's all like connected from energy to it cells is. to organs to yeah. hormones. So when people are like, where they trying to pinpoint and make everything seem so black and white. It's like, why are you unhappy? Here, take this pill. It's yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. man. There's so many different factors to this. Yeah, like, you can't just like, sure. paint a broad brush stroke and you're like, this is going to fix you. It's like, yeah. no. You probably have childhood trauma. You probably yeah. have ways of per- like per- perception. Like, yeah. how, how are you tackling these things? Yeah. Are you... Is your diet good? Are you sleeping enough? Are you healthy in terms of like taking care of your meat vehicle? It's like, no, 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 no. And then you're expecting to heal from a fucking pill. For sure. Of course. Everything has energy, for sure. That's like, I feel like that's enough proof to, um, that's that's how I always describe it to people when mm -hmm. I talk about energy. I'm like, okay, how do you feel vibes? Everyone feels vibes. Like you mm-hmm. enter a room, you can feel a certain vibe. Right. You meet certain people, you can feel vibe. You're not touching them. You're not. They might be quiet, not doing much, but you you feel vibes, and like right. that's enough to know that there's something non-physical happening here. So I mean, there might be some visual cues as well, like that we understand on the subconscious level from growing up and understanding like okay, if this person yeah, is your that will cro- be what they that'll try be to but say. at the same yeah. time like you said there's another layer to it yeah. too right so what were, what were you gonna bring oh, up yeah. oh yeah your gonna, uh, yeah. energy reading yeah. well that's that's yeah. part of it but so yeah when you're in vancouver you should go see my energy reader because mm. basically i went to her <laughs> you should totally see her you can do a grand soul but she right. she she reads auras and I swear she's so good, mm-hmm. but um, she basically told me my aura color, mm-hmm. yeah, and then she talked a lot about like my aura, whatever, when I was in Vancouver. Okay. I've seen her multiple times, but last year, no, this year, uh, spring of this year, I went on a company retreat to Sedona, which is like spiritual haven there. Oh, nice. um, yeah, and then we stayed at this uh, resort called Enchantment Resort, which is also like a very spiritually driven um, place, mm-hmm. um, and uh i did i did a reiki healing session there it was good but it was really expensive and the whole retreat was great i went on a bunch of hikes i saw vortexes it was wonderful but i didn't really have like i was so you excited did, you to weren't go. enlightened yeah i wanted to like have like a big spiritual moment or something and i wasn't really i know so those <laughs> are expectations and i know but i was okay i was right. like you know what i had a great time and the next day i was i was gonna go home so i was about to go to our last dinner at the resort and then but on my way to dinner uh, i was walking by the lobby and then i saw that they were doing this like aura field presentation mm-hmm. session at the library or the spa library cool. and i was like it was five bucks and i was like okay well this is cheaper than the 300 dollars i pay for reiki so maybe i'll just go check it out because it was starting right now and so i ran there and i was expecting like a class full of students and there would be like a teacher talking about auras but when i got there it was just me this older lady and the presenter mm-hmm. so i was like whoa okay but then she ended up bringing out an aura imaging machine so okay. that's like a thing and she was like okay so usually it's if it's like more people i only pick like one student to do the demonstration on but since it's just you two i'll just do it for both of you mm-hmm. you can't keep the report unless you pay but i will go through everything with you so she pretty much gave us like an aura imaging session and the i won't get into like the details of it but 
it was crazy because I put my hand on it, a bunch of colors came and in my head I already, I was like, it was still fresh in my memory because I recently went to my energy reader in Vancouver. So I remember everything she said, what my colors were, like what I was... So you were able to make some correlations Yeah, and, and then I didn't say anything because I was, I wanted to see if like what she would say. Right. And then when I first put my hand on, like a bunch of colors came and it stopped. And then at first I was a little bit disappointed because the colors I saw wasn't the color I was remembering but then so then she was like but then the first thing that the girl said she basically she was like okay so basically I saw a lot of yellow and green mm -hmm. and then um uh and but then the the woman she was like okay your base aura color is orange and I was like oh that's what my energy reader said so it wasn't on the screen but it was it was the same color and then she right. started saying everything like some phrases almost word to word like I was getting goosebumps because she was saying so many of the same things and she couldn't they couldn't have like talked to each other or known me at all right meanwhile under the table she's like texting me <laughs> but then it was crazy do you know crazy. Ariel yeah. you? Um, orange orange <laughs> I know but um, it was honestly crazy and, and then like she explained um, the colors I saw yellow and green mm -hmm. meant like transformation, evolution, and change. She was like, that's what you're currently going through. Like it's showing like what your current colors are. Wait, where can I but buy this measurement? I know, I want to buy it. Yo, I want to you know see if Amazon? people, I don't know, <laughs> not be accurate. But anyways, it was crazy because like, she gave me the whole report and then right. I was like, this is so, it. no matter what, it was just like a good affirmation for me because she really like, a lot of the things my energy reader said in Vancouver and the things she said were tied to like things I was working on in my life. So it was really like a good sign of encouragement. Mm -hmm. And they were both aligned on what they said to me. So I just felt really good about it. And it was right. the moment I was waiting for in Sedona. So. And even in that situation, like the fact that it motivated you and like even let's say it wasn't true, but the fact that it guides you on that path where yeah. it leads you to still do what you would have done. Yeah if it was like real yeah, like, yeah yeah what's real then okay and then the right? other thing i got when i was on the psychedelic trips um another message i i remember laughing about is i would laugh i would i would start laughing because i was like oh my god mm -hmm. so funny because fortune tellers tarot cards like all these like you know how do you even say all these like fortune telling methods right. i was laughing because it's not because they're fake or false some of them are scammers obviously but it's I have I think, a story about one, I'll tell you. Okay, you after. tell me after. But I think I realize, and maybe this is true or not, but I think it is true. It's, It was like, I got this message that like, everything, if it's a good tarot card reader or a good fortune teller or whatever, I'm actually like telling her what to say to me from my higher self. Like she's sensing things coming from me. Like mm -hmm. none of it is external people like telling me. It's all me putting my energy to them to receive it back to me it's like a way for me to just reinforce things to my own self so like i remember laughing about that because i was like oh my god i'm just using other people to tell me what i really already know deep down right. yeah i remember getting that message so there's actually a radio lab uh, podcast in that regard in terms of like usually people already know what the answers to their problems and things are but they just need to hear it from an external yeah, source yeah. So they do an experiment where it's like a VR thing and you go in, you put a headset on and you see yourself in a mirror and then you tell them what your problems are. Yeah. And then what happens is it, the VR thing shifts and it, you see yourself in front of you 
like repeating what you just said. Oh, really? Yeah, but you're Sigmund Freud now. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you have to give yourself advice. Really? Now. Yeah. Yo, and that's then, so cool. And then people actually give themselves yeah. advice and they literally resolve their own issues. Yeah. But that's like the power of the mind in that regard where if you keep everything in your head and it's yeah, always yeah. internal, unless you meditate on it unless you go dive deep and express all these things and externalize them in one way or another and then digest and analyze everything it's hard to solve things yeah um so that goes to show like that's that's so cool i want to try this and just, that... just record yourself <laughs> <laughs> or talk to yourself in the mirror go. or talk to yourself in the mirror like, ariel, ariel i got some problems come on, <laughs> on hire yourself ariel <laughs> um that's true though uh i was gonna say something on that note about like talking to yourself yeah because not a lot of people do that in the sense where they let so for example when i was in a a rut in my life like this was a long time maybe 10 years ago i was going through some darker times and um, i started doing guided meditations and what i noticed was when i calmed my mind the solutions to my problems would come to the surface Mm -hmm. like the thoughts it's like you need to do this this and this Mm -hmm. but because i was so caught up in all the static and like the noise of everything those solutions were harder to Mm -hmm. establish but Mm -hmm. once you get into that state like you said it might be your higher self or the collective conscious whatever it is Mm -hmm. i knew what to do and i did it and then that's what kind of got me on that momentum. I'm like, oh shit, like I'm changing as a person yeah. because of what, just lying down in bed for an hour listening to a guy being like, all right, now relax, <laughs> breathe. Now imagine your higher <laughs> self. Like, you know, like, what is that? But it's change. it changes you as a person. Yeah. Like, it's so easy, but it sounds kind of crazy, but at the same time, it works. Yeah, so no, it works, like, yeah, fuck. for sure, yeah. And... Um, I was going to say... I, I just remembered it when you started talking and now I forgot it again. Oh my god. About? <laughs> About how it's effective when you... Um, oh, I, I think I did like a vlog about this before. I think mm. it's... um, It is true because think about it. You When you see other people having problems, it's so easy for you to, to give, advice. give advice. Yo, I, I always love like getting to other people's business. I'm like, right. I know exactly what you need to do. So you to got solve problems. All your life problems. You got problems. But when the same problems are on yourself, it's, harder it's so to... much harder. Yeah. But no, your judgment becomes clouded, right? Yeah. And that's one like what we touched on in the beginning. It's like when you practice what you preach and you step outside of your own perspective and like. A, you step outside and see yourself from an outside person it becomes much easier too. Right. but getting to that state where you're so like that level of introspection and self-awareness is like you need to be ex- you need to excel at that yeah yeah in order to be able to step out right tell me your scam um, fortune telling story yeah so <clears throat> when was this this was when i was in like college i was just curious to be honest i was going through like a little rut and then i kept on my bus ride home, I kept passing by, and this was like near Papen, then Fort area, and there was this, always this house with a giant palm reading sign, neon palm reading sign on it. Is that close to me on Adelaide? Um, no, it's like Danforth area, Pape. Oh. Um, so one day I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go in. Like I felt, I was like, the need to like just not the need, the curiosity. Yeah, yeah. So. It was nighttime, I hopped off the bus earlier than my stop, much earlier actually. 
I go knock on the door and so I'm standing there and I'm like, what am I doing? And it was the same thing. I was just curious. Yeah. So I was deep into all the meditation and everything and I'm the, I was researching all the chakra energy channels and all that kind of stuff. It was maybe like eight years ago, if not more than that, 10 years maybe. So I think it was like a European woman opens the door and she's a pretty large woman. She opens the door and there's like two pugs and like her family's in the oh, living really? room. Yeah, her parents, I guess. <laughs> and she tells them, she's like, hi, can I help you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here for a palm reading or whatever it is that you yeah. do here. And yeah. like, just give me a reading. So she tells everybody to go downstairs and then we sit in like the dining room area. So she pulls out her table, crystal ball. Uh, tarot cards, whatever. And then she tells me, she's like, um, $20 for the crystal ball, $10 for a palm reading, and like it was like $5 for something else. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going all in, $20. Yeah. So she's like, put your hands on the crystal ball, make three wishes, tell me That's two. That's already sounding like a scam. So, Why are you making so, wishes? Yeah, so, <laughs> and then tell me two of them. So whatever, I made three. I don't even remember what they were. It's like, I don't know, health, wealth, and like, I don't know, love and success. What everyone for, wishes Like everybody for. wishes for. <laughs> and then so she's, so she's looking at me. She's like, I can tell you're a very hard worker. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I just came from work. I look tired as fuck. Like, sure. Um, and yeah, I think this was like when I first started working, actually. Mm, okay. um, so it was after college. And uh, she's like, you're going to get raised. And I was like, nice. Like, everybody usually gets... Mm-hmm. She's like, not big one, maybe little one. And I was like, okay, nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, why not big one? How can I get big one? Um, and then she's like, okay. Um, she's like, you have two women in your life. And I was like, mm. She's like, one is pulling you one way, the other one's pulling you this way. She's like, do you have a girlfriend? And I was like... Nope. And at the time, like, I wasn't seeing anyone. Yeah. I was just like, oh, nope. And then, so she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yep. And she's like, but I see two female energies in your life. I was like, nope. I'm like, maybe my mom. I don't know. <laughs> your mom or your sister? Yeah, yeah. maybe. But, like, in, from a relationship standpoint, I guess uh-huh. my mom. But... Um, <laughs> And then, she, so this is when it got weird. She looked at me and she's like, um, you're blocking my my connection. And she's like, your defenses are up. I can't read you. And she got like very aggressive all of a sudden. Really? Yeah. And I was like, okay. And she's like, I'm going to close my eyes and you have to drop your barriers. And I was like, okay. So she closed her eyes and I'm just sitting there like, barriers, drop. <laughs> barriers. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how the, how the how, what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> She's like, are you ready now? I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm ready now. And then so she starts reading again, and then um, and then she's like, okay. She's like, you've been to a psychic before, and I'm like, no, I haven't. And then I was like, okay, this is going south yeah. real quick. And then so she's like, okay, there's not much more I can tell you or whatever. She's like, you're not being too open. I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, no worries. She's like, but you have been to a psychic before. I'm like, nope. Like, I swear (laughs) to God, I haven't. This is the first time. And then so she's like, um, also your chakras. She's like, your throat chakra is 75% blocked. And you're, then she started like labeling, and really? I'm like, oh, okay. And at the time, I think I was getting sick too. I'm oh. like, yeah, my throat chakra is 75% blocked with sickness. 
um, but as I end, she's like, if you want to come $300 session, I fix clear chakra energies for you. I'm like, okay, uh, have a nice night. Uh, thank you so much for your readings. So yeah, that was my psychic reading. Oh, okay, I, got, no, you I went to, to a bullshit one. Yeah, bullshit. You, you got a little one in Vancouver, trust me. Oh, yeah. She's so good. No when you go to Vancouver, I will refer you. If I go, if I wanted to go, now I'm not too keen because apparently, like, if you dive into that kind of stuff here. Yeah, you, you got to do it with some caution because I go to her a lot, but then the last time I went to her, I realized because the last time I went to her, she pretty much told me the same things as the previous time I went to her. So I realized, yeah, you got to balance. Everything in life is balanced. You have to. I mean, you can't put all of your exactly. life expectations in the hands of someone because if they for tell sure. you something negative for sure. and you believe in that exactly it might manifest in reality exactly if they tell you something positive it's, it works both ways and at the same time I've heard other people saying like oh you can open up I don't know like yeah, entry points for like negative energy and for stuff sure. like that right and if, if people... you're knocking on those doors and yeah. you're not ready for that yeah. kind of stuff it's not the best idea yeah. to dive in. And in most religious scriptures and stuff like that, all that's forbidden for that reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because A, you're knocking on doors that you shouldn't be knocking on, and B, it can change the trajectory of your life in a more negative way. For sure. Where they might... And if you come across someone bad, and then <clears throat> they actually do have some sort of like powers or whatever, it's harmful yeah, for you Yeah, well, too. curses and all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. Apparently, like back in the day, when someone puts a curse on you, and then they tell you you've been cursed, if you believe it, you're going to feel for like sure. you're fucking cursed. So I think that's Everything that negative that negatively happens to you yeah. you're gonna associate with that curse yeah. and then you're gonna keep sinking yeah. deeper and deeper and into... i totally be believe that because again i i actually believe fortune tellers even if they're real they're really just channeling you like mm. what you know and they have the ability to so no matter what they say if you choose to believe it and choose to just focus on it you will manifest it so right. you gotta either you're a very strong character and you don't go too often you just take it with a grain of salt and you continue living your life or don't mm -hmm. go but I feel like you can go <laughs> next time mm, you're in Vancouver I'm just gonna stare in the, I'm, I'm gonna stare go. in the mirror and just talk to myself no <laughs> I am assuming what we gotta do next not the same <laughs> my higher self needs to talk to me <laughs> But yeah. yeah, any book recommendations? Like, and what's the most? Oh yeah, yeah. What's the most influential things that I guess you can expose to people watching and listening? Um, so much. I'm just, yeah. so much knowledge well, I can share. Your your channel. <laughs> oh, for my channel. So yeah. yeah. Um, influential things. Well, yeah. Basically, what I was talking about. If you're looking for some self development, spiritual content, but in a fun, humorous, relatable manner. Yeah, like Russell Brand, but not, yeah. <laughs> but like new views style. Um, come to come to my channel. New views, new period views on Instagram, and, and then new views on YouTube. V i e w s. Yes, no. But yeah, I'll, put, I'll, put, I'll put the links up on the description. Yes, please. Yes. All right, this is gonna be the first of many podcasts. I feel like. Okay. Yes. Hopefully, any... because I have a lot more to say. <clears throat> do you have anything more to add right now, or do you um, wrap it up? Um. Just everyone remember, <clears throat> we're entering a new year. Okay. Let's let's end this on it. Okay. This is 2019. Let's do this. <laughs> we're in the last few days of 2019, and I was just talking to about this with some of my other friends too. 2020 
is a big year, you guys. It's a new decade, and I feel it. I feel the energy coming, There's and I think it's going to be a big year. What are you saying? What are There's you only the now. There is only the Time now. But yeah, the illusion. now is going to get amazing. This get year. up <laughs> off your ass and do whatever you want to do right now. Yeah, but I swear, I feel it. I think 2020 is a year of big things. So everyone yeah. use it to your benefit. And always remember, be conscious and aware and be present and intentional with everything you do everything be intentional and like practice when, yeah right? it takes practice and like what he said everything is only now the past and the future does not exist you only ever live in the now well it does exist but it doesn't exist in terms of the decisions and where you're but no it doesn't <clears throat> exist because it exists in it like it can influence your learning experiences yeah, but, but it not in terms of your perception of reality yeah, like yeah every yeah. action that you take is going to be now yeah exactly right? if like you're you dwelling only... on the past the past does exist because yeah. it's your history like where yeah. you came but it doesn't exist in the sense where people think of it as like okay i'm being influenced to a point where it's changing me as a person and now yeah that's no you have control over that yeah i mean yeah. like you can only ever live in the now yeah 100 so now every choice that you make now. right now is now like yeah. so if you want to go to the gym or want to do anything you gotta, or do, it is that, you gotta do it now you gotta do it now even <laughs> tomorrow when you wake up it's still gonna be now it's still gonna be now. <clears throat> yeah, even exactly. in 2020 like she said it's still gonna be now it's gonna be now and it's um, everything is about habitual routine like if you yeah. want to get better you got to just keep doing it you got to put yourself and it's only mm -hmm. ever you don't blame other people it's only ever you just do you do you do you be true to you from you to you tiramisu <laughs> follow me on instagram <laughs> thank you so much for having me appreciate it it was really fun all right thank you everybody for watching yeah, like you. subscribe share